but if you have pubes, I don't know. You don't look like a pube type, but if, if you, I don't know. I don't know why. You just look like you would shave. That's a weird presumption of me to say, but I don't know. You're like living in LA, and in LA, I just feel like you probably do. But oh if you have if you have pubes, it can help protect against STDs. I learned oh, that wow. as well. Yeah, my gynecologist told me that. Welcome back to Good Bad Behavior Podcast. This is Jen. We are on season two of Good Bad Behavior Podcast, and I could not be more excited. We are turning up the heat. Before we start, as always, if you can like, subscribe, comment, rate this podcast, it means a lot to me and us here at Good Bad Behavior. And, you know, it really does help us keep growing and getting better content and getting better guests on. So we really appreciate you guys for doing that for us. So we do have two comedians on today. We have Pat. Quinn, who is an LA local here, he's been here for 11 years, he's actually just getting over COVID. He's had it for the last two weeks, so we talked to him about that. We discussed dating in LA, he helps me with some relationships issues that I've had in my first three weeks here. But he's a comic, a writer, and an actor. He also has a CBD company. And we just talk about navigating dating uh, in this city of transplants. Dating disappointments, New York City douchebags versus LA gaslighters. Um, it's a really funny episode. I really enjoyed it. He's a hoot, to say the least. Um, and we also have Katie Boyle on today. She's a comedian from New York City, originally from Ireland. And we discuss a lot. She actually did have COVID, but back in February. So she has the antibodies now. We talk about her dating stories in New York. She was actually dating someone from LA. We talk about dating types, using Instagram as a tool, and not getting obsessed with it and comparing, you know, yourself to others. We also talk about like sex shaming, HPV, the bush, all the things. Again, extremely, extremely funny person. But before we dive into those guests, I just want to talk about self-worth in dating because recently I've had some experiences where maybe I wasn't in my power or I kind of forgot my self-worth a little bit. Um, it's, it's funny because when you're going through a rough time, like when you are going through a t transition, let's say, I moved to LA and that's a big adjustment. Um, and it's in times like those where I think we tend to lose a little bit of our self-worth, so to speak, or just we kind of, we get lost in the transition and we kind of just forget who we are, or at least that's what happened to me. And I just want to remind you guys that if you are going through some sort of transition or whatever the case may be, maybe there's an uphill battle you're facing or there's a lot of distractions or it could be anything. I want you guys to always remember your self-worth and even if you feel like maybe you need a little bit of comfort, that comfort can come from with inside you. It can come from your confidants. It can come from your family. You are loved and you never have to latch on to a romantic partner 
or romanticize the idea of them because the truth is they are probably not if you put them on a pedestal they're not going to be what you want them to be it's an idea and we can't fall in love with potential and if you can't read between the lines that's kind of what happened with me I was going through this big transition and I kind of latched on to someone too soon and I romanticized the idea of them and it actually it triggered me in such a way that not only was I mad at him but then I was mad at myself for doing it because I know I'm better than that and I know I'm usually in my worth but I wasn't in this moment and I also want to remind you like it's okay it's okay to not always be at your best it's okay to make a mistake it's okay to be going through a really big life change and want some comfort and fuck up and do the wrong thing um so if you've ever gone through something like that you can probably relate and i just want to remind you that it's okay um also i want to (laughs) I, i was inspired by this episode first of all they're both hysterical people very smart comedians i have the utmost respect for comedians because they are so fucking smart they have to know how to read a room they're just really intelligent witty people and i really really like that but we talk about dating during covid and it sparked this idea that like i feel like you know, I didn't know when I first got here in LA, I was like dating a lot. And I was like, at some point after like the third or fourth date, I was like, what the fuck? Like we're, I'm going to, what am I doing? We're in a fucking pandemic. Like, am I serious? So then I went and got tested. I didn't have COVID. I was fine. But I just wanted to like talk about this because I don't think we should be judging. If you're living alone and you know what the consequences are, And the date that you're going on, they also know what the consequences are. Like, I don't think we should be judging people for going on dates. At some point, we are going to have to come back into some sort of normalcy or the new normal, so to speak. So I don't think we should necessarily be judging people. It's kind of like a to each their own thing. I mean, yes, it is extremely real and extremely we should be taking it very very seriously and i think most people are for the most point but if you're careful if you're living alone i don't think there's anything wrong with going on dates later in the episode katie and i dissect dating and sex and sex shaming and how we shouldn't do that um but i i want to ask you guys and i kind of want to touch upon this topic because i think i'm going to talk about it next podcast but when you're having sex with someone for the first time like there's really no sexy way to ask the person the guy to put on a condom or the person like how do you navigate or how do you broach that conversation because you're in the heat of the moment and you want this magical experience and it's like like what is the sexiest way to do that i i really actually want your guys's feedback on this i'm going to put a post up about it so hopefully you guys um come chat about it i want to hear all your stories because that is something that has been extremely difficult for me because i am a romantic i like to be in the heat of the moment and i never want to like ask someone to stop and put it and truth be told who fucking likes condoms nobody likes condoms i mean I mean, STDs are very real, and women have to be more careful than men because things like HPV, if you don't have the vaccine, can really um, do things to like your uterus and your body and cause cancers and things that are really dangerous. And sadly, well, not sadly, but the truth is that 
men, it does, they don't affect men the same way. Even if you get like gonorrhea or chlamydia or something like that, it can still affect women in a worse way than men. So I think that's something that men should really take into account. Um, but also like Katie and I got into like talking about herpes and stuff too. And like if you have herpes, which it's extremely common, she and I were discussing this, um, neither of us have it, but if you do have it, what is the right way to bring it up with your partner? Like if you're talking to someone, I, I think, I'm not sure, but I think you can only spread it if you have a breakout. But even then, it's like a little tricky situation. So if you do have herpes, I actually want to I wanna bring up this topic too on a post. And we're going we're gonna to dive into this as well. Um, I, am, I was up all night uh, with this podcast. It is season two. We are going, coming in hot. Coming in hot for season two. I've been up all night. And it's so funny because my 29th birthday, I mean... <laughs> 29, I wish. My 30th birthday is in three weeks. And so I thought to myself, I was like, I want to be really strict for this like month before my birthday because we're going to Palm Springs. My mom's best friend is lending me his house. He and his husband have a house in Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills and one in Palm Springs. And they're lending me their house for their birth, for my 30th birthday, which is so sweet of them. And I was like a month before I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to get into like really sick shape and it's like whenever I put that pressure on myself it never fucking happens whenever I like put that extra like oh yeah I'm gonna do this and like I ended up binge eating tonight like I had cookies and chips and like I think the best way to do it is just like and it's like a never-ending journey of self-improvement it's like we're always co- constantly striving to be a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. Take one step forward, two step back, or whatever, the, you know the saying. So, like, I think we just need to be, like, kinder to ourselves and not as hard. And, like, try to enjoy the journey a little bit more. Like, we get so caught up in, like, the outcome and what we want, and then we forget to enjoy the journey. So, I would like to remind you to enjoy the journey whether it's in your fitness journey, your dating journey, your self-care journey, your self-love journey, whatever the journey is, try to enjoy the process. Because at the end of the day, like, what's the point? What the fuck is the point? If you can't enjoy the journey, what's the point? Yeah. So enjoy this episode. Like I said, we have Pat and Katie on, Pat Quinn and Katie Boyle. Check them out. Make sure to follow them on Instagram and enjoy the episode. Welcome to Good Bad Behavior Podcast. Oh, this is, we're already on right now? <laughs> yeah, we're on. Oh, all right, cool. Oh, now uh, I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. Let me clean my bed. <laughs> I had stuff on my bed. I didn't know where to start. It looks pretty clean. It looks pretty clean. Well, actually, yeah, I've... we just we just go right in. We jump right in here at GBB. It's a uh, G baby, you called it? GBB. Oh, GBB. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, okay, you know, cool. the abreve. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm obviously new here. I'm from New York City. Was, right. L- lived there for five Welcome. years. Thank you. And I'm a little thrown off. I'm not going to lie. LA is a completely different vibe. LA dating is completely different. Now you've been here for a while, right? Um, I've been here about, 
I guess it's almost been 11 years now, which is crazy. It goes really quick because there's no seasons necessarily. Yeah. I mean, you kind of learn what the seasons are. Like right now, we're like, you know, in the next two months is like the best time in LA. You came at like the perfect time besides the whole Corona thing. Yeah. It's like the best time in LA because the tourists leave, you know, it's just the <laughs> locs and uh, the weather's nice and the water is like, it's the warmest in October. Um, so if you want to go try your luck out with some surfing or, you know, just go and just swim a little bit. Uh, it's awesome. And I, yeah, so I, I moved out here about 11 years ago from Ohio, from Akron, Ohio, AK Rowdy Rowdy. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, it was, I mean, I kind of just moved out here on a whim. I moved here alone. Uh, I moved, I actually had an internship at, uh, at Disneyland in college. I don't know if you've ever heard of it before. But it's like this big amusement park. It's no big deal. And uh, so I got this. I got this. This little internship there, and they don't. They didn't tell me what I was gonna do before I got out here. And when I finally got out, I was legitimately like working at like this chicken nugget stand. And, like, oh my god! But it was dope. It was really fun. And then so, and I was learning about. I was learning everybody out here and meeting a bunch of friends. And then I got fired from uh, from Disneyland by Mickey. Mickey <laughs> came in and he goes, <laughs> Oh no! Shut the fuck up. I wish that was the truth. I wish that was the truth because it would have been amazing. No, I just got I just got fired and uh for nothing nothing bad. I was being a good kid. I got fired because I gave somebody a free soft drink. It's a zero strike policy there, okay? One strike and you're out. You're out. At Disney. Okay, they're hardcore there. Got it. They're hardcore. They're sweet, but they're hardcore. And you know what? That's that's the Disney promise. <laughs> so yeah, so I got fired and then I then I just kind of started moving around a little bit. I, I mean, I had I was still in college at the time. So I had a little bit of, of schooling left. And I was like, all right, what am I going to do? Yeah, I'm going to like, go back halfway through this semester right now, or and just kind of stay in Ohio. And it was the winter. Or am I going to stay in LA where it's basically the summer right now? and kind of hang out and figure it out. So I ended up moving onto a friend's couch in Huntington Beach and uh, like two blocks from the ocean, pretending like I was a surfer. I'd like walk down in the morning with my board and be like, no, oh, the waves are too small. <laughs> and then like walk back, but really I'm just scared. And, uh, and I started working at this restaurant called BJ's. Pazookies, if you know it, <laughs> you know it. So I started working there for a little bit. And then I went back to school in Ohio. I finished up my last semester and I, I didn't even like stay to walk, you know, for graduation. I just yeah. pieced right back out. Wow. I mean, I love Ohio. It wasn't like it was anything for that reason. I just wanted to get back as soon as I can with the people who I knew, with the connections I already made. Right. Try and just jump back into stuff with no real plan. I don't think I've ever had a plan in my life. I, uh, I just kind of jump into stuff. But you do mm. a lot. Like you're a comic, you're an actor, mm. you have like a CBD company mm. so do you, do you just like dabble and you all basically just called me like the most venice <laughs> douchebag of all time <laughs> no. yeah you push everything else that would you... no yeah yeah you gotta you kind of come out here and um i mean I, I i went to school for tv tv and film so i'm like all right i'm gonna try and work in this industry when i go out there and i moved back and i was like producing like you know some like mid like mid-range uh music video production things like that and then I started working for a reality TV company. Then I lost a bet to do stand up, which I always wanted to like. I used to act in Ohio and I was like, this would be fun. Like, yeah. and if I suck, I can just be like, well, it was a bet, you know? Right. Rather than me be like, <laughs> I'm going to try stand up. And like, you suck. I'm like, ah. Um, yeah, so that's kind of how I fell into that stuff. Like, I always figured I would be back in front of the camera somehow, but I just, you know, I was just too much of a baby to do it myself. So I had somebody kind of pushed me along. That's good, though. Which, uh, 
very, oh yeah, I'm very thankful because that's become very fruitful for me. Not so much money wise yet, but as far as like experiences and meeting people and getting myself into certain rooms. And, you know, we recently wrote a pilot and we've been through a lot of these networks that I've created, have been getting into a lot of rooms with it, which has been awesome. So, that is awesome. Yeah, it's fun. Just kind of trying to do everything I can out here on the entertainment front, I suppose. And then, yeah, then my buddy and I recently uh, started a CBD company. We just launched about three weeks ago. Wow. And it's so easy because, you know, the, the, like the market isn't saturated at all. So it's, we're just going to drive right in there. Everyone's going to know who we are within a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is, you're tackling a pretty popular industry, but I yeah. think you guys see, and you're tackling it on top of COVID. So you're just getting over COVID, correct? Yeah, still kind of still waking up with a uh, with some with some mild symptoms, I think. But what were your symptoms? Uh, I I don't have any legs. They fell <laughs> off, and I don't I don't know what happened to those. Uh, no, just I mean, honestly, it, it, this is the th this is the thing about about most. I think a lot of COVID because I think it's like seventy percent of people are asymptomatic. Right. So you don't really even know that you have it, you know. But I, I mean, what were you gonna ask about? I was gonna that? ask how old you are. Oh. Because, oh, because no, of because COVID. younger people oh. don't have Oh, I gotcha, have symptoms. gotcha. Yeah, I'm 34. Okay, yeah. I thought you. I thought that was just like the way that you just kind of. It's a random. Yeah, you're just like, <laughs> how, hey, old how old? You? How old? Okay, continue. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I. Uh, I'm. Yeah, I'm 34. I. I mean, I. You know, I. I try to stay pretty active and fit and stuff. So I don't. I yeah. don't know if that has anything to do with it necessarily, but I think it does. I haven't really noticed too much, like sore throat, headache, tired basically the normal shit every single right. day of my life. Wow. Um, so like some sore joints and stuff or sore muscles. I mean, it's just like I'm growing older and I'm just like experienced. You know what I mean? Like I, I almost didn't even go get this stuff checked out because it just felt so like normal. Yeah. Normal. Yeah. I mean, I'll wake up with headaches or I'll have a sore throat. It's allergy season, you know, things like that. So. Right. Wow. Well, yeah. I'm glad, you know, it's, it's on the way out. You have it under control. Yeah. It's starting to leave, you know, because I've been just pumping vitamin c and i went to the i had somebody I, the, the cool thing about having covid if you can say that is that uh people feel obligated to go to the grocery store for you which is there pretty dope yeah so i've had people you know running around getting me like vitamins and things like that and yeah you just make yeah. everyone your bitch when you have covid you do and you know what yeah. that's kind of a good philosophy for, for life in general <laughs> for life covid mm -hmm. taught you to just to start making people your bitch whenever you can and i gotta say I almost said thanks to COVID, but I feel like that would be, that's not a good thing to say because people, people are sensitive these days. All right. Yeah. So, it's a touchy subject. COVID. It's, mm -hmm. it's touchy. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you've been here for 11 years. Um, yes. How, when you got here, let's see, I guess you were 23. So what has, what has dating been like for you in LA? How have you navigated dating in LA? Because <laughs> we need to break this down because nothing, it's nothing like New York city dating. That's for sure. It's nothing like anywhere else in the world dating. So let's talk about it. What has dating been uh, like for you? First off, New York city dating seems like so classical romantic. I, I just was watching, there's this, I'm like, a, I love, like, I love love. And I was watching this show on Amazon the other day, uh, AKA last night. And <laughs> it was called modern love. Have you watched this yet? I haven't. Oh my God. The first episode, I was already like, I don't know, this might be a bad idea. I'm just like sitting in my bed alone with COVID crying. being like, don't, you can't be crying with COVID alone. In your house. But I'll get, te I'll tear up pretty early. And uh, no, not like that. I mean, it's What's always your cause, sign? It's usually because I'm like fighting. Um, 
Uh, I'm a cancer. Yeah, so you're super emo. That's a good thing. Yeah, it's I grew good. up very emo. Taking Back Sunday is still the best. No, album just of all like time. emotional. Like you're just emotional oh, humans. Okay. So, like I have a lot of okay. cancer in my chart. I too am very like, I love love and I'm emotional yeah. and like all that stuff. So you're it's in beautiful. your bed and you're crying. And well, then, not fully. <laughs> I'm gonna say that I wasn't fully crying. I want to make it very clear that I was lightweight tearing up. Um. Yeah, so yeah, I was just laying there, but like they, one of the episodes on there was about like, I mean, most of it, I mean, the whole thing, sorry, takes place in New York City. So like, there's all these standalone episodes that kind of intertwine with each other a little bit here and there. It's kind of like this other show on Netflix called um, uh, Easy, which is another show about love. If you guys want your love shows, just come my way. <laughs> um, and it's like the same concept, but this one takes place in New York City. And it's just so cute to see people like walk to a date. Yeah. And then go into a restaurant and they go, I had a good time tonight. And then they just walk away to walk home. And you're like, the fuck? Yeah. Or they get into a cab. There's just something like so like classically romantic. It might be it's maybe it's raining a little bit. It's, <laughs> it's fogging. Well, yes. I oh. mean, in the movies, it does romanticize it a little bit. Yes. But however, like actually living it, it's a little bit different. You have your, mm -hmm. Wall, you have your Wall Street douchebags. But here's the thing. I date a Wall Street douchebag any day over what I've been through in LA thus far. Well, how quickly do you get into dating? How long have you been in the city for? Three and weeks. You're already, <laughs> easy, peasy. And you're already over it. You you got a long route ahead of well, you because here's it's the thing. only going to get harder. New York assholes know they're assholes. They have nothing to hide. They aren't pretending if they ghost you, they're not going to pretend to be your boyfriend. They're just going to be a dick. They're going to be a douchebag. They're going to be avoidant. Yeah. LA guys, what I've noticed thus far is they will do all the boyfriend things and then they'll gaslight you. <laughs> they'll be so sweet. They'll drive you home in the morning. They'll, you know, show, especially with new girls, like new people, new girls to LA, the guys are like, oh, this is so easy. Anything I do is going to be super impressive because she's never been here before. Yeah, it, what, sure. How do you feel about that? Well, I think with anywhere you're going to be at, it's going to be very subjective. I don't necessarily think that you can, you can generalize a population. I think that there's probably things that are more likely to happen, I guess, if like yeah. it's some sort of like group mentality of like, this is how shit works. Right. But I don't know. I think there's still a lot of good people out there. I think it's it's the same on both sides, by the way. Look at me like trying to like no. keep the city alive. Yeah. I'm like, the city is still so good. <laughs> um, no, I just, I think that there's, that's, that's an equal side. I mean, I, I've had my fair share of like disappointments with dating as well, like nonstop. But I think that, I mean, all right. So you're to the, the, the Wall Street douchebags you talk about. Yeah. There's probably a fuckload of, of well, can I say that by the way? Can I say load on here? Yeah, say whatever um, you want on here. <laughs> just gonna make sure we can cuss. I didn't realize. <laughs> um, so, so those guys probably, generally, are douchebags. But there's probably a bunch of dudes in there who are like, yeah. "Oh, I got so much money, but I also want to like give it back to like a foundation or like, I love koalas. The koalas need help, <laughs> and they're sending koala money out, you know. And then you right. then you find that dude and you go, "He's a Wall Street guy, but he loves supporting koalas," and that is like first up the cutest rich person of all time. So you're going to have that kind of stuff out here too. You're going to have douchey actors, but also I know a million actors who are like 
the most amazing people. Right. There's just the ones who, you know what I think it kind of is? I think it's these people who allow themselves to, to go into what this, like what they think this category is. Yeah. So if they move to like, I mean, Hollywood or sorry, Los Angeles is a city of transplants. So when yeah. people move to LA, they go, oh, all right. I'm a Hollywood guy now. That means I need to be mean to people and not return phone calls and fuck chicks and and vice versa. You know, girls are the same way. Yeah. And for do, sure. or I need to go out and get free drinks all night and then not talk to the guy after he buys me a drink. Right. We've we've all experienced these things, and it's all going to be based on what you want to make your life at. For sure. And I think that the egos are a little bit bigger in LA, in the sense that everybody is typically here in LA for a reason, right? And everybody kind of has an agenda or a direction or like dreams that they want to fulfill. In New York, you don't really have that. So people are more skeptical. I mean, yeah, you do have some comedians and actors in LA, but I mean, in New York, but in LA, it's like everybody has this like, ah, they're just so skeptical skeptical it's like is she here for the right reasons is he here like is she trying to use me for something I kind of get that vibe yeah I mean that's you're reading that part right yeah people I mean people usually are using you in this city see I I don't think that's true at least not for me I don't well it depends yeah what have you ever had anyone use you for something in a dating scenario anybody I've ever known out here what what if I started crying? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm a very good. Uh, I can read people pretty well. I like to think. Uh, so I can I can typically. I mean, I've clearly misread a lot of people, but I usually get a pretty good sense of who somebody is within the first couple minutes. Yeah. And if uh, if they rub me the wrong way, then I just keep my distance. I don't ever like swear anybody off or like you know, I don't, I'm, I don't really burn bridges. I try not to, at least I'm sure okay. some people out there are like, no, fuck that guy. <laughs> like right. he did this, but I don't even realize I'm doing it. So I try and just, that's also because I want to use them later. Let's just, <laughs> <laughs> you keep them there. <laughs> I'm back. just like, you just stare right there. You're a douchebag, but I might need you a little bit. <laughs> so no, how do, I, I, yeah, I don't know. How, how do you, how do you court females then? Like, do you use the apps? Is it like a more in real life situation? What's your shtick? Mm, I don't know. Cause I go back and forth with it. For a while there, I, I was on all the apps. I was on, I don't know, like I did Tinder for a little bit and I did Bumble and I did Hinge. Yeah. And then I did, you know, fucking anything, farmers only. And then you would see <laughs> the same people and then you guys would laugh when you'd match. you go, ha ah, everything sucks, right? And you guys would be like, yeah. So then I quit all the, that was probably like five, six years ago. So then I quit all the apps. Oh, wow. I was like, just trying to like, you know, you walk up to a, what you think's going to happen is you're like, you'll see a girl at a library and you walk up and talk to her, you know, but then you're like, do libraries even exist? <laughs> and also and then, now it's considered creepy. Like if someone comes that's up to the you thing. in real life, like, is this person serious actually uh-huh. hitting on me in real life? Like, it's just yeah. it's weird these days. It's but bizarre. then there's a, also that thing about you find the people you're meant to find, right? Because the person you might approach 10 people and they're like, Ugh, and they're all dating at people's, but then the one person you find yeah. who's like, oh my God, I've been waiting for this person. For sure. Then you have nine kids and you have a TV show <laughs> on E. And like, that's, that's a beautiful thing. And I don't, I don't know. So I, I'm back and forth with it. Because when I was yeah. off of it, I did find that trouble of, I mean, one, getting the courage to go up and talk to a girl in real life. You kind of forget how hard it is because it's a lot of women out here. This is one thing I will say, and this is going to be from a male's perspective. So yeah. if anybody's mad about this, then uh, okay. 
I think every girl out here is consistently hit on by guys like nonstop. And there are a lot of douchebags, no matter where you're at in the world, but there are a concentrated amount of douchebags in these big cities. Yeah. So every single guy's walk up to a girl every single day and saying like, Oh my God, babe, I want to And then I'll walk up and go, Hey, I like your, I like your, your purse. I don't know what I'm fucking saying. But if I do <laughs> like something, I'm like, Hey, that's a, that's a cool shirt. And they'll go, I'm bleh. And like, yeah. they'll yell at me and I'm like, okay, well, I didn't mean anything. Just complimenting it. you. Just complimenting, just trying to get a conversation started. So I'm on oh. one app now and that's all I'm doing. I, and I go on there once in a while and I've been on a couple of days maybe. I think you have a point though, oh, especially from a guy's point of view, like the girls have so many more options on the apps. Mm-hmm. I feel like, is that true? Do you, do you find that that's true? In what way? Like, ma- like getting matches and stuff? Yeah. So that's a, a friend a guy friend in LA was telling me that if you're a guy, only like the top 10% of guys on dating apps really have a chance. Hmm. And I don't know know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that either. If you look at the ratio, like in New York City, when things were up and running, it's like a five to one ratio. Like they'll let five girls in for every one guy you let in. So in those situations, like the guys have the upper hand because there's so many more girls. Wait, is that a real is that a real ratio they do for like clubs and stuff yeah in new york city uh, yeah right. for sure Maybe i'm gonna move <laughs> it's harder to get into places though as a guy there it is no i'm just gonna dress up as a girl i'm gonna white chicks it and <laughs> i'm gonna go, go in there and take it off in the bathroom there you go huh. <laughs> yeah i don't know uh i mean girls definitely I mean, I know there's plenty of dudes out there who are just doing this, you know, they're swiping to the right without even looking. So maybe that's partially what he means. Um, Do you swipe right? You just always swipe right? I feel like guys just swipe right. I don't. I like, I'll, because I just, here's the reason that I don't is because uh, I don't want to start a conversation with you if I have no interest. So if I'm not into, you know, who you are, like, you know, also we're, it's very generalized. It's off of like four photos and like two little things. For sure. But if I'm not into what you, you put out initially, then why do I really want to start a conversation? It's not going to go anywhere. And then you're just going to clog up that whole feed of people. I love that mindset. And I think you're very different than most of the men in LA. Because I think for the most part, people just swipe right. Guys, just swipe right, swipe right, mm. swipe right. Um, and I think girls are typically a little bit more selective. I could be wrong. I could be generalizing. But I think for the most part, that's to be true. Interesting. Um, also in LA, guys name drop. But then (laughs) when you take them up on their offer, they get mad at you. So the guys want their cake and they want to eat it too. So I'll give you an example. Okay. I date a guy. First date with a guy. Oh yeah. My co-host is on The Bachelor. I applied four months back and you know, I haven't heard from them yet. They might still pick me for The Bachelor. He goes, oh, my buddy's a producer. I can put you guys in contact. Oh, great. Second date, great. Third date, great. Day after the third date, I text him. I go, oh, by the way, can I, can you put me, like, give me that guy's email. I want to see if they're going to pick me for this show. Part of why I wanted to know is because if they were going to pick me for the show, we probably shouldn't continue dating, right? It's a dating show, like, whatever. If they're not going to pick me, let's continue this. He... He goes, this is why I don't like dating girls in LA. This is why I don't like dating girls in the entertainment business. Like you guys are always like, like I'm busy anyway. Like we're done. Completely blindsided me. I thought everything's going great. And then he pulled that. 
Thoughts? Uh, you know, I, I was just, I do know a producer for The Bachelor, so if you need a number, just let me know. <laughs> um, all right, here's my, here's my thoughts on it, because I, I think that you're both right, okay? Because maybe from this dude's perspective, things were going well, so, you know, he didn't think you're going to even ask that. Maybe he likes you enough to get angry that, you know, if, if, if he likes you and you're like, okay, I want to go on The Bachelor, you're kind of like saying to his face, like, I don't think I want this to go anywhere. I'd rather go do this show. Yeah. Not, probably not what you meant, but maybe what he, the way he perceived it, you know? Right. For sure. I get that. But also I see, I see your perspective too, because you're like, all right, well, you told me that you, oh shit, sorry. You told me <laughs> that you knew somebody. My, my camera's in the light now, so I'm trying to get a little. It's okay. It's still, it's too late. Clear. No, but this good. one over here, okay, uh, uh, screwed. we're screwed. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you guys both, I think you're kind of both right there. You know what I mean? Because I think that, you, that you've both pulled a, a card that the other one didn't really want. So Yeah, yeah. The part that bugs me is that I would have rathered him say, like, I'm just not feeling it. Like, just be direct yeah. and open and honest. But I feel like he twisted it and turned it into trying to make me look like the bad person when in reality... I, he offered it because I remember sitting in his car when he offered it and thinking in the back of my head like oh that was so nice that he offered to like connect me to that person to the producer so I just the way he handled it yeah you're right like I pulled a card he didn't like and then how he handled it he pulled the card I didn't like the part that upsets me the most is that I reacted in a way that made it seem like I cared way more than I actually did I mean, yeah, I cared, I liked him, but my I reacted instead of acting with integrity. And maybe I just liked him. Maybe I liked the idea of him. I do think I put him on a pedestal because I didn't really know him that well. So I, I really like fell for the idea of him. And then when he didn't match up to that idea, I was very disappointed. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I, I'm going to chalk that one up to my first dating experience in LA, but I don't know what this fucking LA dating game is like at all. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I didn't know that guys were very, you know, that happened all the time where girls like use people for things. Like I didn't, I didn't know that. So yeah. like, there's that I'm vulnerable. I'm new here. And now you're gonna, like, gonna like trigger my abandonment issues. <laughs> like, uh. hello, like, boom, it was, the way he handled it was a big turnoff, I will say, because like we could have had an adult conversation about it, right? We could have we could have talked it out and but the fact that he like went ape shit on me, it like triggered me and I went ape shit back. So like I acted like I cared way more than I did. Mm -hmm. And now I'm mad at myself because I'm like he didn't even deserve any of that energy. Um me, but, but did he but did he though if you if you're saying you guys could have maybe salvaged this a little bit then maybe he did a little bit so maybe you do have feelings maybe you are a little bit upset that the whole thing's gone oh, i was a little upset yeah i was a little upset and i was disappointed at how it ended and how it went yeah down. yeah i mean it sucks i mean look at it this way like what if you were dating a guy and you're like and you like this guy a lot and then all of a sudden he's like hey i might go do this show can you help me get on this show to date other <laughs> chicks and you'd be like the fuck so there's a but I totally get, I get it because it. he did I offer it. it though he offered I it. it I get, I get that part I get it you know what you guys should do do your what? own version of the bachelor we should. Like, <laughs> you guys just go to an apartment together and invite over four friends each and then we you should. can see if you guys still have true love <laughs> we, God, should. we should idea. see we I'm should a, pitch I'm it fucking you, producer, should, so. you should pitch it to your producer friend and, and make it happen <laughs> 
I actually was it for this season. This like the one that's about to happen right now. Because I I went to like two. I was like in two or three editions for that as well. Oh yeah. What if we would have been on the same Bachelor show Could and we you did imagine? this? <laughs> we did this podcast on the Bachelor. What? Yeah. Would have been great. Crazy. Great TV. This is like a pre. <laughs> this is a pre-Bachelor podcast. It is, except it's ours is going to be more badass. It's going to be going to be yeah. different. The current Bachelor is too like uptight and white for my liking. They're too like like vanilla. Mm-hmm. Too vanilla. Just too oh, hell conservative yeah. I agree. and like a lot of stuff. There's so many. There's so much gray area in between mm-hmm. like how to date and sexuality and relationships it's not all like so cookie cutter and i think that show like draws in a specific kind of person oh yeah dude it's all the courtney's and sarah's and they're like oh my god let's get wine <laughs> and we're doing a, a bachelor poll i never i don't think i've ever watched it before i know what like, obviously i know what it is but i've never really i'm just gonna move this camera i've never really watched the uh the show before too much yeah but I, but you know what? I didn't I would get I would get too into it. That's the exact <laughs> You get so sucked fucking, in. You do. I'd be so sucked into it. And I that's why I don't really watch like any TV. I try not to at least. But if it's I start hard. a show, it's fucking gone. Do you have an addictive, addictive personality? Yeah. Once you're in, you're in. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in. I watched that whole modern love show in a day. I watched I mean, granted, I have been home with COVID, but I've got a right. million things that I'm still trying to do while I'm home. For sure. That I watched pretty much all of Cobra Kai like this new like kung fu show that's on netflix and yeah i've watched a ton of i love shit. it yeah i do the same yeah. thing that's why i stay away sometimes oh you but have like, to i watched i watched what was the motorcycle one? Oh, sons of anarchy i started that show and watched the whole way through and this was a couple years ago when i was still like at a regular nine to five and i called in <laughs> sick for like four days to yeah. finish the season wow so i just couldn't i was like i think my throat hurts and i then in my head i was like you should call in sick and i just finished the show and i definitely did, did it. it for that wow that's yeah, pretty bad yeah, I'm the same exact way. I get too yeah. hooked in. You've been here a while and you seem like really emotionally intelligent. So like, how do you think people should weed out the assholes and the people using like both sides, men and women? How do you weed out the people who aren't right for you? What is it? I don't know. You're probably asking the wrong dude on that one. Uh, <laughs> You're like, I've been single. How long have you been together? <laughs> Like when was your seven last relationship? years, okay, like yeah. seven. But I have, I mean, I've dated around. I've right. dated a couple times where like I was into it and then the girl wasn't like ready to get into a relationship. And I think that hurts worse than doing it. You know what I mean? Cause, it, Cause you're like, you're kind of like, all right. Yeah, you're invested. You put yourself out there and you're like, I want this to happen. And then they don't feel the same way back. But you're like, we've already been fucking hanging out. Why yeah. did we do this? <laughs> so um, I don't know. I, I think... I, I don't know if there's any real way to do that because if you do that, then you what you're doing is just protecting your heart and you're not really allowing anything to be For a possibility. Sure. So I think that's why a lot of people are single. I, I mean, that's probably slightly why I've been single for so long too, because I'll go out with somebody and I'll like, I'll see one thing. And then I start to think, I'm like, Oh, what about my career? What about this stuff and that stuff, which is a dumb logic because these things can, you know, hopefully these things all work together and it helps build you up and, Exactly. Well, that's place. that's what I think. The right person should help enhance your life and make you totally. better, not like pull totally. you away from you. Yeah, they should understand um, and want to support you. And I agree. Like <clears throat> vulnerability, in my opinion, is such a form of strength. And mm-hmm. it's like it's taking these LA experiences, and I'm like building my walls up. Like, oh, protect, protect, protect. But like, that's not a way. Like, 
that's no way to live. I think you, you're going to get hurt, a little hurt. You're going to get totally. like pushed around a little bit, but I think that's just part of like life and part of the journey. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess just to answer your question, I just don't really know if you can. I think you just start to try to learn these people's personalities and who they are. You go on dates and you, um, am I looking at your eyes? By the way, I just realized this whole time I'm probably looking like over here. But oh, that's the okay. Up here. No worries. Okay. I feel weird. <laughs> um, I think the whole thing with, I don't know, you just, you just go, out, go out to dates, go on a couple of dinners, go on a yeah. couple of drinks and just keep it casual in the beginning, sure. figure out who this person is. And yeah, then maybe eventually it can turn into something. But if you go in, you know, which I've done millions of times where I'm like, this is the one mm. and like go headstrong into it. It's going to fuck it up. So it is, it is. And you're just going to, you're just going to hurt this little guy yeah. or little girl, you know, yeah, I, it's true. I think that a lot of times we romanticize and like put people on pedestals and fall mm. in love with the idea of who we want me to be, yes. them, them to be, but that's yes. not actually who they are. Do you know how many ex-girlfriends I'm still in love with? Because like, <laughs> all you do is think about like the couple good things they did. You're like, right. well, Susan never <laughs> makes homemade uh, pretzels. And you're like, that girl back then did. And that was like in fifth grade. You're right. like, she was so great. <laughs> Why'd we break up? Oh yeah, she was crazy. So so like, what kind of girls do you go for then? What's I don't even type? know anymore. I think I know who my type isn't. I, I've... I think I've kind of figured that out and I'm just kind of slowly like closing the dams a little bit until okay. just the kind of water. Get. But I, I'm, I'm so open to like dating anybody really. I don't really want to like, I ain't got no yeah. type, you know? Yeah. That's not really true. I don't think, but I think that you, maybe I just don't even know I have a type, but I probably maybe. do. For a while, I didn't think I did either, but mm -hmm. it's very apparent that I do now. Oh yeah. What's For your type? Sure. Um, I lean towards creative, creative guys. All right. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. If you're just going to, yeah, for sure. I want somebody who's, who's creative as well. Yeah. That's something that I also, I really, I really enjoy because like, I'm weird as fuck. So you yeah. got to be able to hang. You have to be weird. Yeah. Emotional yeah. intelligence is huge. You have to be into mm -hmm. like, like physical fitness mm -hmm. of some sort, not like meathead about it, but you know, sure. sure. Yourself. That's, that's my type. Yeah, I don't know. I never thought I had a type, and now I'm kind of able to articulate it a little bit. So, yeah, I guess the more I think about it, I because yeah, you you sparked it, but for sure, creative. I want somebody who's like who's creative like that. I think one of the biggest things, actually, the more I think about it, is somebody who's kind, like somebody who treats people with respect. Because I can't tell you, I've gone on some, you know, I've dated some girls in the past yeah. who will just like start shit. And I'm like, why the fuck are you even like, what does that, ha how does that make you feel better? Yeah. And that kind of stuff to me is so unattractive. Start shit with you or like with other people? Well, yeah, there was plenty of time. There's there's a couple girls in particular who would just wanted to fight. And like for a little bit, I was like, this is kind of hot. You yeah. Know, you kind of get into it. <laughs> you get home from the bar and, and she's like, like who fucking put sex? the, yeah, you just have something that like, it's like, I think that like on both sides, just like a little, like just a little bit of that pepper and a little bit of like you know, yeah. anger just yeah. kind of like keeps things like a little spicy and creative. You know, there's For never sure. a dull moment. You wake up and she's like, you fucking had all the blankets last <laughs> night. And you're like, I didn't, I was asleep. Yeah. Um, so a little bit of that's kind of fun. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, like, like, I guess the, like the cheesy classic example is like just treating your waiter with respect, things like that. You know what I mean? Or treating like For sure. the, the custodian, like the same way, just cause I don't, I just can't tell you like how unattractive it is if somebody just like blows somebody off or like, doesn't say thank you. Like even dinner with my friends, if you go to dinner and like a waiter puts down like another drink they asked for and they you. just keep talking in my head, I go, I just want to like 
kick their shins under the table, you know, yeah. a little bit, just a little kick, like a shin kick. I hate that too. Yeah. Cause I it's used just, to work. I used to work in that mm-hmm. industry, you know, like yeah, same. bartending and it's like kind of fucked up when people don't have good manners. Yeah. Just common courtesy. Turn off. And then you want to spit in their drink, but you're too nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? You want to just do some like Dane cook waiting shit and just put some ball juice in there. Or, Exactly. Boob juice. I don't know what you do. It's like yeah, just a little boob juice in their like drink or something, <laughs> just to just just so you can watch them and go. <laughs> I don't know, but I that. I, that's that's a big thing for me for sure. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think it's great that you're you're already so jaded within three weeks of LA dating, dude. <laughs> <laughs> really, you got here and you're like two days. You're like I've been on seven dates. Well, and- that was partially my bad because you know. <laughs> I did kind of want something to latch on to. I was new here. Yeah, I have friends, but it's like when you're new, it's kind of like, I, for me at least, I was like, oh yeah, this is good. This is good to have this now. It felt like comforting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a big slap in the face. Um, but was, hey. What, one on dates? No, well, I've been on, yeah, I've been on a few dates with a few different guys, but. Well, I'm trying to see what, what, what was, what was one, the comforting? Thing. You oh no about? the guy when i liked the guy that oh was, got it okay to have gotcha. someone gotcha. that was very yeah. comforting oh totally because you um, don't feel yeah you don't feel so alone yeah but it's and, also there's kind of a cool thing about moving to a new city and being alone you know what i mean yeah, it's kind of like sure. you don't have any you kind of have to find to yourself people. first yeah. and because like i was talking to a friend about it and she's so right like had we continued i wouldn't know who jen was in la Mm-hmm. I would only yeah. know who Jen was with him in LA. Yeah, totally. So like, it, yeah, it's, I think it's important to establish. Find the people you, you want to be around. Yeah. You, otherwise you'd be meeting his friends. You'd be with his groups. For you'd be sure. doing their things. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're going to like a Limp Biscuit concert. And you're like, I even <laughs> like Limp Biscuit, And now exactly. you're a Limp Biscuit head. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, exactly. I yeah. think, I think it's, I think it's good to let yourself, you know, take a few months even just to kind of acclimate. I mean, God knows that. I've gone on a few dates with some girls and I like them and they go, you know, I just moved here and I'm just trying to, f-, and I go, just say you don't want to do this. I'm just, but, no, I'm just, I'm totally kidding. But I'm just saying that it's good for you to like, it's empowering. Just go out there and find yourself and be for alone sure. a little bit and yeah. figure the city out before You're you right. jump right into something. There's a mil- there's a million fucking dudes in the city. Yeah, for sure. Every one of them's a douchebag, like you were saying. So <laughs> exactly. Plenty of time. So many fish out there for me. Yeah, so totally. This good. This totally. Good. You give great advice. You, do. I, you know what? I think I kind of, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm on it right now. I haven't had a drink or <laughs> smoked in like two weeks because of COVID. And I feel like I'm fucking, what is it called? Translucent? Yeah, like you're in a state. <laughs> a special no, state. what's the thing called where you're like clairvoyant? Oh, there you go. Is that, is that a thing? I think we'll make it a thing. It's fine. I think clairvoyant I, I think means that you can see the future or something like that. That's so cool. So you Everybody haven't drank or not like, so now getting over COVID, are you going to be more camp careful going back into the real world and dating? Like, yeah. 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 I mean, it, when this whole thing even started, I was extremely careful. I mean, I've always been, I mean, I grew my eyebrows out really big so I couldn't <laughs> have anything drip into my eyes. I, uh, um, no, but I mean, I've, I was staying inside when I would go to like anywhere out side i'll make sure i had a mask on i was yeah. putting i was like putting the right masks on i'm not a, like a little bitch i wasn't like oh, <laughs> we need to make sure that we're listening to the cdc every day but i was like just you know when i flew i had like i worked when i flew i just flew home to ohio that's this is how i got covid by the way it was on a flight and so i flew home to ohio to visit my parents and on the way home i had on like two masks 
I had on glasses, sunglasses, and a hat and like long sleeves that wasn't touching anything. And I went to the, like I was on the plane and I was walking to the bathroom and everyone's just like looking at me. And I went into the bathroom and I finally like saw myself in the mirror and I was like, I look like a fucking terrorist right now. Like I was completely, you could only see like part of like right here. How the fuck did you get it then? If you're so covered, how did you- (laughs) On the way back, I was even more careful. I wiped my seats down, I was doing everything. But I don't know, I think, you know, I was, I think that when I was in the St. Louis airport, I was snacking on something and I had my mask down and I'm sure I probably touched a seat Yeah. or I like, you know, I was in the bathroom with this dude jerking this guy off. So I probably <laughs> touched my mouth after that. Um, but any, it was one of those, you know, just something dumb where I probably sat down, touched a seat and then wiped my mouth or touched my eye. And then, you know, here I am two it's, weeks later. It's- it's crazy to hear that because I thought it, it was just transferred through breathing. So I guess you can still contract through like surfaces. Yeah, and stuff. totally. Surfaces. I think it's something with like cold, cold steel surfaces or like anything that's kind of colder and harder can last for like three days and then clothing's yeah. like 24 hours or something like that. Wow. Um, well, yeah. Which has been sucks here because I have a roommate and he's been gone. He went away for like two weeks. So I've been seeing, I've been hung out with anybody in, this is the longest I've ever been alone in my life. <laughs> and in, in the beginning, I was like, you would have thought I was like a girl who just went through a breakup and like some classic rom-com. Like, I'm like, this is my time. And I'm like typing like new stories and like writing stuff and like starting businesses. And I'm like, yeah, mm, I just got the promotion at Elle magazine <laughs> and like just feeling so good. And then all like, you know, the past two days I've catch, I've caught myself like making jokes in like the mirror to myself and I'm like oh my god you're your new best friend you're I'm just I'm going off the rails but I also I I'm so cautious when I leave my room because I want my room to get roommate to get sick and I thought he was going to come back any day so my buddy's wife who's a nurse who's a COVID nurse dropped off a bunch of gloves for me so whenever I leave my room I put on shoes I put on gloves and then I put on a mask. So I'm in my kitchen looking like I work at a Denny's or something. I've got all this fucking protective gear on Amazing. just to make sure that I'm not going to get stuff up, you know, yeah. so he doesn't come back and like wow. touch the sink now and then do exactly what I did or whatever. Yeah. Wow. Well, at least you're being like super careful about it. Um, He's still going to get it. He's going to get it for sure. I'm going to get in trouble for it. Oh, fuck. I hope not. Knock on wood. You know, I hope at, he doesn't, but at first when I got to LA, I was like, let's date, let's do all the things. And then, you know, after like a couple, you're like, what the fuck am I doing? We're in a pandemic. And then you go and <laughs> yeah. get, te- and then you go and get tested yeah. and you're like, okay, we're good. So I actually I feel like it's like an STD test, right? You like, oh, my God, I should get a test. <laughs> exactly. It's not showing your STD tests anymore. It's showing your COVID test before yeah, you meet yeah, people yeah, yeah. So I just mm-hmm. got tested yesterday and I'm waiting the results. And I think I'm just going to take a break from dating for a while. Because yeah. It's like, it's scary. It's scary. It is it. scary. I got, a, I got two friends who are both comics who during this whole thing, they started dating and they've been like, whenever they hang out, they'll go get a test first and then they can hang out openly and freely. And I'm like, why don't you, you both just hang out and live together for this whole thing? You're like, I mean, dude, next pandemic, I'm getting a girlfriend because I don't think I can do it. Again. So <laughs> next pandemic, I'm gonna need a heads up sure. on this next pan. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, I, I yeah. need a little pre-warning there to. Yeah. But but come on, Fauci. But you know what's so funny about guys in LA? Like you were saying, they don't have the seasons. So like in New York, you have cuffing season, right? Where it's like, oh, yeah. No, what's wrong with this mic? It's like things are getting cold, so you better right. wifey her up or yeah. whatever. 
and get um, the same matching scarf. Yeah, and guys don't even have seasons here, so they can't handle. They can't even handle rain, let alone like any conflict. Like they don't know how to communicate. <laughs> <laughs> they like they, like literally nothing. They just either ghost or they get vicious and mean and make it seem like it's all your fault. They yeah. don't know how to handle adversity or conflict resolution. That's just from my yeah. experience as far. So let's not generalize, but. I mean, I think you'll, listen, you seem like a smart girl. You're pretty, you're funny, you're talkative. I think you're going to be able to find somebody out here who's, who's going to break the, the mold that you have a little bit. We'll see. Um, and also the longer you're out here, the more you realize what season it is because I've been out here for like 11 years now and I'm like, it's fucking winter. It's like, what is it, like 70? Yeah. And you start to get, like, that's like cold to you now. Um, so, so it's just mild seasons. You, you'll find like mild dudes who are like, we should maybe cuff. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of stuff that you'll, you'll start Amazing. to experience. We'll also like, you know, you got the holidays and you're like, I want to eat turkey with a girl. Exactly. Because that's a thing. That's a beautiful thing, eating turkey with a woman. <laughs> and so, and then you guys both have a little nap and it's, oh my God. Um, yeah, you, you'll, you'll, you'll figure this stuff out. Well, we're, well, we're going to have you back on and I'm going to update okay. you as, you know, yeah. progress. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for being here today. This was, Can you, this was really so fun. fun. So fun. This is the most conversation, this is the longest <laughs> conversation I've had in two weeks and I, and I just didn't even know I needed it. It was really great. <laughs> Good, I'm glad. <laughs> um, tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on my socials. All my social is I'm Pat Quinn or you can go to IamPatQuinn.com. Um, and if you want to check out our CBD company, it's called Elate. And that's just elatedproducts.com or elate CBD on, on our social. And it's really good CBD products. Uh, you're not going to feel any like, you know, psychoactive effects. So don't, you know, it's not like that kind of thing. Um, but it is, it's premium stuff. So it's not going to be cheap. All right. But I'm not saying it's bad. That's why, that's why you want to get that. It's that, it's that bougie it CBD. <laughs> yeah. It's that boo boo Hollywood. It's that Hollywood <laughs> super derby. Uh. <laughs> And also, do you think this, should I put like a, like a photo on that wall, right? I, I think, think I, so. Yeah, I have, I have to see your whole room, just, but yeah. Okay, yeah, I mean, it's, you can kind of see right here. There's the bed. Well, you have a, a picture cool there, yeah. But I have like these two floating shelves, and I think I'm going to put them on after the podcast. I think you so should. I just, to, I just wanted to get a little bit of a heads up thought. Okay. I love okay. it. It's cool. You painted the walls. It's cool. Hey, Katie. Oh, there's somebody else here. Oh my God, is this a blind date? You should yeah. not have done this. Oh, I'm just, I'm Hi. totally kidding. No, we're, 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 this is, so you guys are both comedians, Katie, you're in New York. Hey, Pat, Katie, how you doing? Hi, Pat, nice to meet you. Nice uh, to meet you too. How's that comedy scene out there right now? Are you guys doing any shows yet? Um, yeah, yeah, there's loads of outdoor shows. I just came back from Ireland though, so I'm technically quarantining until I get my COVID test results, even though there's right. barely any COVID in my country, so oh, it's not yeah. going to be possible. <laughs> well, cool. never say never. Not to scare you. But... Well, I have the antibodies as well, so. <laughs> like the worst thing I could have said. <laughs> yeah, this is, like, this, is my, this is the third time I've had the COVID test, and yeah. twice in America, it's like fine. In Ireland, it's an assault, so uh, I just really? either they're horrible in my country or we're not doing it right in America. Cause it's like oh, a breeze man. here compared to it. But yeah. I, oh, I yeah. think it's very obvious that we're not doing anything right in America right now. <laughs> yeah. Amer America's pretty effed right now. Yeah. yeah, it is. I mean, I think I've had nine COVID tests. <laughs> is that too many? Is that too <laughs> many lot. tests? 
Wait, I think you tests. like it. That's like a new king. He, so he actually has COVID right now. And when do you, when do you think you're yeah. going to be good to go? Like, when do you think it's going to be out of your system? Uh, it was supposed to be today. So today, today is, or actually, yeah. So it's been 12 days now. So Friday will be my 14 days. But since I was pretty much asymptomatic, then it's 10 days plus like 48 to 72 hours of monitoring yourself, making sure that you have no symptoms. Yeah. But the last two days I've woken up with like, pretty tired and a headache which could be allergies but it could be not so i'm just going to kind of keep monitoring it and see well <clears throat> well i hope that it goes away soon thanks but, yeah me but too now for three months afterwards at, at least you'll be like uh you you'll be fine because you'll have the antibodies that's what it says yeah that's the word the that's the word it'll also still be if i get tested apparently it's still in it'll still be positive for like up to like a couple months which is crazy oh. but i'm no longer contagious but who knows, oh. who knows what is true because nobody knows anything about it. I don't know. I, I tested negative for COVID and positive for antibodies. So Yeah. So so once it once you have it, and sorry, this is turning into a COVID podcast right now. But once <laughs> totally you have fine. it, apparently after after you have it for like a few it it just kind of varies. It depends on who the person is, but you can have it for like it shows up in your bloodstream or your in your system for like up to two months. I think it's something with like don't quote me, but like dead cells that are still in your body with like the COVID strain or whatever. So yeah, I mean, who That's knows? Weird. Who knows when know. I'll be good? But I'm gonna go out there and spread it. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. So yeah. Pat, you're welcome to yeah. stay. We'd love you to stay. If you have to run or need to go, feel free. I, you know, I can probably stay for five more minutes because okay. then I ha actually have another, I have a writing class in, okay, in cool. a little bit. So I so, can stay for five more. Cool. Great. So Katie, we met in acting in New York city. Yes. Fucking super talented. Um, so you said you have some LA dating stories and that you actually, your last boyfriend was from LA. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, we weren't technically boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, this bullshit. It was only five months, but anyway, um, <laughs> I hate you Americans. <laughs> oh, no. He actually said, Oh, we were exclusive, but we weren't boyfriend, girlfriend. I was like, motherfucker, I'm not exclusive on anybody that I'm not your girlfriend. But that's the way you guys go on here a bit, isn't it? There's like all these. Yes. Yeah, there's, it's tears. It's a tear system. You know? Yeah, I don't like it. You got to get to the gold package. <laughs> no, no so I can't deal with how it. How does that differ from dating in like Ireland? Um, I guess you're just together once you start smooching pretty much like you would, you would have yeah or the conversation would be are we girlfriend boyfriend you wouldn't be like oh we're exclusive Talk. you know if you're not dating anyone else you are together you know there's not it's not that complicated i feel anyway yeah mm -hmm. cool. okay and kind of everybody knows each other as well so you can't really fuck each other over as much different in the city but in the country anyway or in smaller towns right and then so how does la dating differ from new york city dating in your opinion well, I, I don't. Well, I just the the guy I dated. He's actually lovely. He uh, he's very chill. The two guys I dated two LA guys. Uh, one his ex girlfriend, uh, reached out to me and warned me off him. She found my email through uh, Instagram, so that was a lot of fun. But um, she what did she me. say? What did she say? Well, she okay. So I met him in New York. He's from LA, and I spoke about him on my podcast. Just kind of like. I didn't mention his name, but I mentioned his job and I don't know how they figured this out. I guess they, her and her friend went on to his, who he was following and saw he was following a new girl, which is me. And then emailed me because my email was at the time linked to my Instagram and she claimed to be like the friend warning me off of him. But she, 
set up a new email address and it was called women helping women at AOL. So we're all very, very at AOL. Holy shit. What a good, a good friend. And she figured this out just based off you just saying one job. Yeah. Well, this? I guess what because is this one she checked, she, she like, checked, well, no, so she, te- she checked his, who he was following, I guess. And then from that went onto my page and listened to my podcast. And I had just said, you know, I like smooch some guy from LA and um, uh, he's he, he like he was a movie director or something like that. Not a fancy one. Not like a like a kind of just like a normal like, like kids, like little kids films. I have no idea. Like Chuck E. Like, Cheese. Like uh, things I've never videos. heard of. He's, apparently my, <laughs> my 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 LA friends are like, he's not even on IMDb blah, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even exist. He's yeah, not a real person. Please. Um, and so, is that what she warned you about? She's like, that's a ghost. She's like, this isn't even a real person. This is a ghost that you're talking to. Oh, uh, she was just like, he treats women really badly. And he's going oh, like, yeah. to like encourage you to move to LA and you're going to give up your life for him. And I was like, whoa, what? Jeez, that's pretty presumptuous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I, did, I did meet up with him when I was in LA, but it just didn't work out because, mm-hmm. you know, he's kind of yeah. like a, an acid head and I'm not. So mm-hmm. just for normal reasons, you know, you sent me like screenshots and stuff of their like private messages. It was really, and a video of him dancing with this girl at a wedding. It was so bizarre. She it seems was, very consumed in what he's doing. Yeah. That's a good point. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Movie plot. Dun, dun, yeah. dun. Mm-hmm. But you're not with him anymore. Okay. No, no, we're still friends on Instagram. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, you should tell them about this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, um, no, <laughs> no, no, God, no. Yeah. So that's very weird. I feel like that wouldn't happen in Ireland. I feel like there's more drama and just like random because like that, like I don't know what went on with that girl. She might be a lunatic, but he might be also a bit of a bastard if you date long term like who knows but that would not no. nothing like that ever happened no, in my no. country it's one thing to like warn the girl it's another thing to be so consumed in every single move he's making and every single little like yeah look at your podcast like like warn her once and then that's it and then drop it she seems a little yeah i think there's yeah. some ulterior motives there yeah and i'm a grown woman like i would you know i can choose to not moved to LA for some guy I met for a weekend mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it's pretty pretty yeah. normal so it's pretty tough though because I mean dudes are awesome so <laughs> yeah I know. it's gonna be pretty hard to not do that you know yeah, yeah. And on that note, <laughs> she has to go. I'm just, I'm just teasing. I'm gonna let you guys talk because All I'm right. not gonna be able to stop making jokes. Thank you so much. Bye. I had a great time. It was nice to meet nice you, to Katie. Meet you. See you guys bye, later. Bye. Good luck with fun. the COVID. Don't be Thanks. spreading it. Good luck with the. Yeah, I won't be. I'll see you guys later. Yeah. Hey. Hi. <laughs> um. No, that's that's hysterical. So she's not talking to you anymore. That girl. No, that was like back in February or something like that. So, um, yeah, but it was definitely a strange experience. But there's so many, like, I find dating here in general just yeah, where you're like, I, I couldn't make this stuff up, you know? For just, sure. Like, oh, trust me. I, yeah, I mean, I've already, I've only been here three weeks and I've already pretty much more or less like had my heart broken. Oh, um, no. Yeah, it's really like really, it was bad. Um, I just feel like guys in LA 
don't even know, they don't know how to handle adversity. They don't even know what to do when it fucking rains here. Like the weather is always nice. They don't have a cuffing season or like when it's cold. So like, even when it comes to like the smallest disagreement, they either ghost or they run or like they make you out to be the evil person. And it's just, I feel like dating in LA, it's like, they're very immature guys. I feel like. I think it's the same in New York in, or let's say like London or even maybe Dublin, but those big cities where you have so much option that they're like, why would I bother? And men who are like 30 in other places, they're like, so here and LA and all of those places, people are young, like it's younger, but they're old. Does that make sense? They act younger. It's yeah. more mature. Yeah. Just live in this like wild lifestyle. So you don't have to commit and you don't they're, have to. They're Peter Pan's. Peter Pan's. Yes. They're little boys that never grow up. Yes, exactly. A hundred percent. And instead of just being like vulnerable and committing like this, I have the commitment issue is a huge thing for me. Like they're just, they never want to, they want you to be a girlfriend, but without being a girlfriend, like they want all of the, the, yeah, they want their cake and they want to eat it too. It's, it's really bad. And, and, and everyone's name dropping here. They're like, oh yeah, I know so-and-so. Oh yeah, I can connect you to them. And then when you ask them to connect you to someone, they're like, this is why I don't like dating people in LA. They're all the same. And then it's like, what, which one are you? You can't be both. Like, what are you? Um, so yeah. See, they could name drop with me. I wouldn't have a clue who that person (laughs) is. Me either. (laughs) I'm like, cool. Let's go see Jeff. (laughs) Jeff Yeah, that's funny. Um, but you're back in New York City now, correct? Yes. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, I love dating though, so. Yeah, do you have I'm any already... like dating stories like pre-COVID? Um, yeah, so, you know, actually a few years ago, I went on a date with a guy who, um, he, I, he met him at my bar. He was absolutely gorgeous. Uh, uh, but when we went on a date, he was like super Christian and he kept um, kept bringing it up. It was very uncomfortable. But it got to the point where he started to uh, say to me that sex was immoral. It was <laughs> really fucking random. Um, okay, dude. That's yeah, because how did it, how did it, oh, because what happened was he was like rambling a lot during the date. He was like talking about his OCD and his problems and stuff like that. And then I said to him, um, you know, do you, do you date a lot? It's just because this is a lot up front. And then he was like, actually, no, I've never had a girlfriend before. And then I think I was like, oh, have you had sex before? Because I'm so fucking nosy. I yeah. don't know. Cause just, I'm cause direct too. So... I'm super direct. I'm like, yeah. Just to the point. And he, what did he say? No, he said, he was like, more. no. And I was like, oh, do you know what? Cause he had been talking about how he was like suffering from like all these, oh, and I'm sure they probably are real problems, obviously, like OCD and stuff like that. But I was yes. like, maybe you just need to have sex. It might help. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, obviously not with us because this date is ruined. But oh, wow. um, wow. but he w- then he got really mad. He was like, uh, sex is immoral and it should only be done for reproduction. I was like, uh, that's the last reason it should be done. Pal. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. You picked some then, winners, huh? <laughs> I know. And I was like, I just moved here. So I was like extra nice and I didn't want to just run off. And I kind of stayed talking to him for a while. And then he like, when I did have the excuse to leave, he followed me to the train and he got on the train with me. It was crazy. It was like following you or being Yeah, nice? kind of because he was like, I left and then he was five feet behind me, but he was still talking to me. He was like, and I was walking, trying to walk fast, but I didn't want to run away. And I wasn't again, now if it were me now, I'd be like, just fuck off and leave me alone. But I was like new to the country and trying yeah. to be nice. 
about he was like telling me about how he wanted to go to heaven and stuff and wow I was just like, this is this this could be heaven and then he got really mad <laughs> oh my god so, probably, yeah not the match not the match no. yeah I had to get off at a different train stop and all so he wouldn't murder me so so do you like use the apps are you a fan of like in real life meeting or do you I would rather in real life but it's been a complete disaster in real life I just (laughs) I swear like I literally am so against the apps but the last guy was seeing who is actually lovely uh it's just that you know after so long I would definitely like to be more committed but um we met on an app and he's lovely he's a great he's a great guy but all the other guys were absolutely insane and I met them in real life like I met my last ex-boyfriend that I met in real life checked my pulse to see if I was lying so and he's <laughs> checked your like, pulse yeah and I we would have had lovely like meet cute you know he also asked me at my bar I think my issue is that I date customers <laughs> customers <laughs> like I work at a bar I don't anymore thank god oh, but um but I work at a bar so yeah these guys will ask me out and I'm like sure um and yeah yeah he checked my pulse to see if I was lying so. oh wow were you lying no, but I was super <laughs> nervous because he was asking me if I had slept with my best friend, which I haven't, but I got like really stressed out by the conversation. Right. And he was like, he also is Russian. So he was like, Oh, Russian. Yeah. yeah. They're a little. So I'll add it to the yes. uh, scary accent. But... Yeah. That's so funny. Do you have a type? Uh, yes, unfortunately, but I'm breaking out of it. I like a uh, possessive jealous men don't ask me why <laughs> I don't want to like them but they all seem to be like that except for the last guy I was seeing so really glad I dated him because now I'm like oh I'm on to a new path yeah it's like maybe I don't like that maybe I like something else I know but yeah. it's hard to like unwire what we normally gravitate to you have to like unlearn things it's like no I don't like that person it's just because I have mommy or daddy issues or like something yeah absolutely to that extent you know yeah well I have um I'm just, I, I kind of grew up with crazy, so I have a high tolerance for it. I know how to, like, my mom's pretty crazy, and I would know how to uh, deal with those situations better, like, without reacting, and I'm just used to it. So yeah. I kind of end up uh, with crazier guys just because I'm like, oh, this is normal. And then all my friends are like, you are, you need to break up with this guy. He's going to murder you. And I'm like, yeah. oh. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's so funny. Dating, yeah, dating is... When I got to LA, I think I just like wanted something to latch onto because I'm new here, I'm vulnerable. And so I met this guy that I really liked and I was like excited. It was like a breath of fresh air. He was like doing boyfriend things. I'm like, I'd rather you be, I'd rather you be a New York Wall Street asshole and like own the fact that you're a douchebag rather than do the boyfriend things and not actually want to head in that direction. Like, no, it's horrible. It fucks with your head. I actually read an article about it because, and it was saying like what fuckboys are and basically that the girl had gone home with this night, with this guy for a one night stand and that's all she wanted. But then after the sex, he kept saying how amazing she was and how she'd never met anyone like her. And so then she started to be like, oh, actually I am amazing. And oh, actually I would like to see this guy again. But then he never called her again. And it was just a good example of why, why say that shit afterwards like just just leave it you know and so there's guys who'll do that who will like treat you so well and then not want you to be their girlfriend or and you're like you're a fuck boy this is why we get mad just like exactly like but what's the moral of the story like how do you weed out those 
assholes. How, how do you protect yourself from that? Is it like good communicate? Like, what is it? <laughs> I, I don't I don't know like because I was there was a guy I really really liked and I I, I mean we only dated for a month but my fr- the first day because I've had so many shitty guys their first date I said like are you dating someone and he said no and I was very direct with kind of like what I want now in fairness to him he did say that he has commitment issues so I was mm-hmm. like well, okay we'll see um but after a month I found out that he had a girlfriend and then he started claiming that it was like open but I was like this you would have just said yes at the start so I feel like I was pretty direct um and yeah I don't know honestly I think maybe okay I don't know I'm the wrong person to ask I'm failing here at it like big time hard because it's like do you date I'm not the kind of person who like enjoys dating multiple people at once I don't like it I I just like if I'm into someone like let's explore this but I think that what I'm learning is that I have to be better at dating multiple guys at once Or at least just, even if you're just dating one, like don't uh, romanticize it and fall in love with the idea of who you want them to be. Like pay attention to who they really are because oftentimes it's not what you have built up in your head. Yeah, I'm such a romantic because Me I love too. all the mov- movies. I, I watched <laughs> Last of the Mohicans the other night and I was like, oh, I want to that was, jump off a thing. Pat, he was literally just saying how he's a romantic and loves all like the love stories. Pat, who was just on. That's so funny. Wait, what's your sign? A Libra. Oh, me too. Oh, see, we're well balanced. See, that's why we love love and we're balanced. Yes. I'm sorry. My <laughs> laptop keeps shaking because okay. it's in a wonky bed. <laughs> it's okay. Your, your picture is so clear. What are you using? Oh, good. Good. Uh, just my MacBook. Yeah, and I have a I'm light using. on. Uh, light on in the back. Maybe that's the thing. I need to get a light next time. Like yeah, a, like yeah, a ring light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's great. Yeah. Well, um, so my dad is like heavily gives me advice. He always gets mad at me though because he says I don't take it, which is true. I don't. <laughs> um, but one thing that was really good was so you when you're saying like how to, I think it's really important to write a list of things you want and not like has a job, has a car, like very specific. Yeah. So that when you are dating the person if they don't have that at least you can look at the list and be like okay well this isn't what I want anyway and then it's easier to kind of end it that's a good idea so what would be on your list I know like what would be on mine, like emotional intelligence yes same I want some that. sort of like growth you have to have a growth mindset like you can't be mm-hmm. like stuck in your ways we have to be able to like grow together you have to be like physically into like physical fitness and something like not crazy about it but like take care of yourself yeah um I'd like that too. Those are like my three things, I think. Uh, I, sex is really important for me. That too, yes. Yeah, I've had so much bad se- sex in my life. Like I only started orgasming like uh, a couple of years ago. So How old are you? 29. Me too, okay. So uh, it's like really, and th- th- that's one of the reasons why it didn't work with the last guy, just because we were not compatible. Mm. Um, and I can't, yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love sex so much. I want passion. I want passion and I want, I want passion without the jealousy and possession. And I want uh, someone who's secure. So, so, oh, and someone who's able to be like, oh yeah, I was wrong actually. Without being, without being, yeah, Yeah. uh, without ego. Because a lot of people, they don't want to, they can't, they don't want to admit that they're wrong because then they have to admit, admit that they were being a dick for like 20 minutes. And so it's easier to be like, you're a bitch or you're a psycho or whatever. And you know, if we can all just like, be a bit more mature yeah um so that's what I want yeah I have a very yeah very, uh, you know I, I got a I got a date with a DJ next week so oh, do you did you guys like both um 
share your COVID tests? Like I'm clean, I'm clean. Or are you just no. going for it? Uh, no, no, actually, I didn't even think about that. Um, because during the whole pandemic, I was dating the one guy and then he knows that I'm back from Ireland and we're just this other guy. He's, we're just waiting till I get my COVID test just to be safe. Um, but no, I don't know. I just met him on Hinge and we're going on a date next week. So. When I first got to LA, I was dating, I went on like four dates, four different guys, I mean. And um, I, the other day I just got tested because I'm like, we're in a pandemic. Like maybe I should have been a little bit more careful. You're fine. <laughs> so I'm waiting for my results. Like, do, do, do. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure you're fine. Like you probably, you were in New York before LA, right? I was in New York. Yeah. Yeah. You already had COVID. I didn't. I got the, I got the Did antibody test. Yeah. You don't have them. Jeez. Yeah, no, I don't have them. And I okay. got tested before I left for New York, for LA, and I was, you know, negative. So now I'm like, watch, I get to LA and get, fucking get it. No, I don't think it. I think I'm okay. Yeah. Hope yeah. So. I hope so. Yeah. You'll be fine. You're young as well. If you don't have any underlying conditions, you'll be fine. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, so where are you in the city? What part of the city? Astoria. Nice. Do you roommate? Yeah. yeah, one. She actually came in a, a little while ago and was like shouting on the phone. I was like, oh, I didn't hear. <laughs> That's fine. She's always shouting in Spanish. She's always like, okay, I'm going to do a terrible Spanish, but like, hola, como estas? <laughs> Fucking hate white women. I'm like, sorry. She says that? <laughs> yeah, she hates them. And then she'll be like, you're not white. You're not white. You're, Ir- you're from you're Ireland. Ireland. <laughs> and like, you're an immigrant. And I'm like, I'm still pretty white. <laughs> very white that's funny yeah but I can't vote I can't vote so I think that gives me a pass I have no power yeah you have no power here pretty much no power that's funny um so is is comedy your main thing is that like what your like dream is to do yeah yeah just the stand up so yeah that's my that's my dream and then the New York City scene is kind of hard right now huh yeah yeah it's fine like I actually got booked for two shows this week but I had to turn them down because I don't want people ratting me out over the bloody not doom you know I want to make sure I have the COVID result before I do anything just right. imagine I imagine I did Jesus and I went and I killed people that'd be awful yeah so uh even though like there's literally no COVID in my country there's like a few cases um but compared to here like here there they're freaking out there was a couple of cases in a small county and they like closed it down and I was like that's just a fucking Tuesday in New York but anyway um they yeah I got asked to do two shows this week but I couldn't so they're being they're rescheduled but like yeah there is shows there's there's outdoor shows New York is fucking still doing its best you know good the outdoor shows I think is a good idea because I don't think yeah they're great you know if everyone wears their masks and is careful then I think it's fine you know yeah um I had an outdoor show for a few months but that specific venue got has to shut down because Cuomo brought in new rules that you couldn't do like ticketing events with food and I don't know it's all very confusing but it was great (laughs) people were spaced out people were happy like I don't think we can take I don't know why COVID hates fun it just hates fun it literally when we started doing the outdoor shows then they were trying to stop some of the outdoor shows but it's like people are spaced out it's outside yeah like in Ireland you're able to actually go it's really weird you're able to go inside to restaurants and eat with people inside but you can't go to like a Gaelic football match more than seven people where it's outside so the rules across the world are just yeah nobody knows nobody knows what they're doing nobody knows what's going on if there's any 
you know, negative effects of having it or whatever, but we're yeah. all like in the same boat. So, so outdoors, like show people are spaced out. I just let me do my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I know fucking. And for next, the next pandemic, like, can I have a little bit of, um, can you tell me a little bit in advance? Cause I'm gonna need to get myself a boyfriend before the next pandemic. Same. Same. I was delighted that I actually met, uh, the last guy because, even though we ended as a, as things started opening up again, like it was nice that we had each other during the pandemic. Now we weren't living together or anything, but right. like, I mean, we would like meet up for like little quarantine dates. Did he have COVID too? No. Oh. Uh, I must've had it before I met him because. Oh, uh, got it. Got it. Yeah. I, I think I had it in January. But did, he, did you have any symptoms? Yeah. I had a really, really bad flu in January. I actually think I got it from the LA guy because he kissed me after a flu he had and he was saying he had a flu but I was like man it was just cold and I was I had the worst flu I've ever had I called my dad and I was like if this is a flu I've never had the flu I thought it was um pneumonia but I didn't go to the doctor because my health insurance had ran out so I was just like fuck it I'm just gonna ride this out and how long did you have it for about two weeks wow and then I was sick for a few weeks after it's just sort of run down and stuff but I just thought I'm just working too much and it's that bloody flu so then when the whole COVID thing, I was like, ah, I was probably COVID. And then when I got the antibodies, she was like, yeah, it sounds like that's what you had then. So. Damn, girl. I know. What the fuck is this world coming to? Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he's like, fucking aliens came down. There's like an apocalypse. Like, it just, <laughs> like, yeah. like, I don't even know anymore. Yeah, my grandfather said, man's best days are over. It's true. He said that this won't be the end. I was like, oh, Jesus um but I thought like obviously I wouldn't wish all this death on people and stuff like that but if anything the pandemic has taught me just to slow down so yeah positive yeah and be present in the moment and actually yeah I feel like I feel like I was on a really good path of doing that before moving to LA and then once I moved here it's like my anxiety went through the roof like oh my god I have to be like you have to do so much and da 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 it's like no fucking yeah. First of all, we're still in a pandemic. Second of all, like, chill the fuck out. I'm like, no. Um, yeah, and I actually think for creativity, like, I'd be very obsessive. Uh, and I went back to Ireland for three and a half weeks. And the first week was hell because I was so like, oh, I felt guilty. I was like, I should be working. But then the next two and a half weeks were lovely. And I felt more creative, just relaxing and being like, look, just, you, you know, you you're right. do what you can do. You're so, so. true. It's so true when you're trying to force it, it like doesn't come, but when you're like grounded and in a good place, yeah. it's like they just flow. I needed that reminder. I did. Yeah, of course. And that's the thing as well. We have to be nice to ourselves. We can't be, um, you have to treat like treat your body and your brain the way you would your best friend. And we yeah. forget that, you know, like you're yeah. so hard on ourselves. It's so funny. Like my friends will ask me for advice about stuff and I'd be like, Jesus, like be way nicer to yourself. You're like, if it was, Tori Piskin she's like one of my best friends and she'll be called oh she'll be like I, I didn't make a video today and I'm like relax like just take it enjoy each day like go for a walk you already work too hard but I would never talk to myself like that yeah. and you have to, you have to t- do it to yourself too yeah I think the hardest thing is the comparison like especially in social media like you see other people posting videos and you see other people doing things and then you're like I'm behind like I need to be doing more but how do you um when you how do you not compare how do you you know yeah for me I um I've always kind of took it mainly as much as I can as um 
as like oh if well if people are getting stuff like oh well then I can get it do you know like I'm, I don't I use it as like yeah, as a positive not as yeah. like a, in a competitive way yeah That's and good. also like on Instagram I post every single day but I don't really scroll because I, I don't actually I just use it as a tool I don't really I watch my friends stories and stuff but I don't really uh, I'm not I don't scroll that much so I'm not really comparing myself too much that's a good way to do it yeah and I just kind of think whatever like you know if someone's getting you you can just do your best you just can't you can can wreck your own head and also for for sure and also like it's a good reminder if someone's page isn't making you feel good or if it's making you feel bad about yourself or compare a lot like unfollow them you don't need to be following that kind yeah, of yeah or mute them because it might be a nice person here's the other thing like I do know there's was one person that I felt like like kind of like a, oh I wish I was doing as well as that person but I you know that person's genuinely nice and they deserve the success they get so I had to be something that I just had to be like I can't compare myself yeah you know it'll happen for me and um, but that's normal that's so normal everybody's gonna have that one person that's kind of similar and you're kind of like <gasps> and that's that's very much the world as well you know they're like uh the one woman on the show or the one I, like when Ashling b is like a super famous irish comedian and she's like my favorite yeah. uh and people were like oh my god she has a netflix special now <laughs> just you know what does that mean for you and i'm like do you think they're just not gonna ever give another irish woman like don't put us in that bracket right. that's crazy right. like no, you're right you're for me right. she's an inspiration um, it's, it's like an abundance mindset there's something for everybody um yeah yeah we'd be grand i hope yeah or yeah well you have to or you're just gonna it's just too sad and depressing i agree yeah we're all gonna do great we're all gonna be mega we're all gonna be stars you're so um positive i needed this today <laughs> good yay i like it <laughs> I would tell stories about like having sex and like all these things. I love sex. It's very. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's good. It's important to talk about those topics as well, because uh, I just know a lot of people that would have grown up like me. And you know what? As I'm saying that, so it's not just Irish Catholics. Like there's so many American people or even immigrants that have grown up with like strict religion or strict shame. Um, So talking about sex is good because it shouldn't, it shouldn't be so shameful. It should be. A hundred percent. Like we had a sex therapist on and I posted a clip on her Instagram about like someone, she was like, if you're, if he's doing you from behind and he reaches around and like touches your clit and I like put it on cause it was really good stuff. It was like how women should vocalize what they want in the bedroom, yeah. how to be, how to direct men in the bedroom. We talk about on the podcast, why would we not put it on our Instagram? That me and my old co-host, he's great. And we have a great relationship and we both talk about sex and he's a very much a you know he hates things being called dirty and he's very open so we were always talking about clitoris clitoris is my favorite part of my body (laughs) seriously had no idea that that was such a beautiful amazing thing that I only the only reason why I do orgasm now is because I just touch myself exactly I've been been letting these losers try and do it they can't do it that's not fair do you have a vibrator do you have a vibrator yeah I do yeah I have it right here (laughs) beside me somewhere yeah, I used it this morning. <laughs> I used it so much in the pandemic. It was the first time I ever had to charge it. The poor I, Yeah. And so, yes, during the pandemic, so much. But then when I got to LA, I don't know, like I had sex like with like two different guys upon getting here. And um, 
whatever. That's yeah, fine. <laughs> and uh, I guess I hadn't had sex in a while. And so my body went crazy. Like nice. it was just horny all the time after having sex with it. So I like had to recharge my vibrator multiple times. Good, uh, good. Good <laughs> for you. Good for the brain. Yes. No, I was laughing when you said that because I was just thinking, I didn't want to interrupt you, but when you were like, oh, I had sex with two guys, I was just like, it's so funny that you're like, now the fear is COVID, but like really like we should be like, oh, STDs, but right. <laughs> STDs you know, should be like, like, oh, like COVID, COVID. I know. We should open a clinic and it's like STD, COVID and testing COVID. <laughs> together. <laughs> yeah. Swab your nose, swab your vagina. I know. <laughs> And then we'll create an app that is like clean on both accounts. Okay, we yes. on this date. Because with the last guy I was seeing, he was super scared of the COVID. And he asked me, he was like, um, will you get a COVID test before we meet up? And I was like, if you get an STD test, because I'm terrified of STDs because... I had an ex-boyfriend lie to me about having herpes. Now, no shame on people who have herpes because so many people have it, but I have enough fucking problems to deal with, okay? Like, even if I use the wrong detergent, my skin breaks out. So I was like, I can't be dealing with another skin condition. Right. Um, Now, I was lucky I didn't catch it, but like, so I'm, but I'm just very, very like nervous. And I'm I'm always like, oh, I'm just so bad. I'm so bad. They're like, I don't want to use protection. And I'm like, okay. I know. But I, do I can't do that. Thing. It's so bad. I know. I, I think all... we all do it. We all do it. I know. And that's why I, all, everybody honestly, our age has likes, HPV. Who likes condoms though? Nobody I does. Know. But I, I'm, I'm insisting on it forever now. Yeah. It's a good way to be. It's a good way. Well, also because just, you know, how dangerous HPV is for women. Like I didn't realize, cause I know that it's like impossible not to have a strand of HPV if you haven't gotten the vaccine. Um, like I think anybody over 25 basically, but so many women in Ireland died from cervical cancer because really? uh, wow. yeah, you know, I think more women died in Ireland of cervical cancer than COVID, but don't quote me on that. Cause I'm not hundred percent true, but like that's like, it should be like, it should be more known about because a lot sure. of people, a lot of people. And I but think anyway. guys should know about this too, because like if they had like a molecule of empathy, like, Mm-hmm. You don't have to suffer any of the consequences. Like HPV doesn't affect them like it does for women. So oh, I feel bad now because the last guy I was seeing was so sweet. I was like, because obviously he doesn't, he would have issues when he uses the condom, but like fabulous when not using it. So I was just like, ah, it's fine. Don't use it. But then I told him that I went to my gynecologist and she shouted at me for having unprotected sex with him. Um, Did she really? Or you made that up? No, she was like, she, she was. She didn't shout, but she was pretty direct. She was like, "Do you want to die?" And I was like, "Oh Jesus!" Because there was, she had had a client in who had gotten um, the number sixteen HPV virus and said, "Might only have a month to live." Like, not really sure what's going to happen. So she was like, "You just need to use condoms and also like other birth control," which I didn't take because I don't like taking it. But um yeah so when I came back to him I was like I don't want to have unprotected again until I get the HPV vaccine but it's like seven hundred dollars and he was like yeah it would probably make sense if we split it though and I was like oh that was really sweet that was sweet yeah, of them. but that didn't happen I feel like I, I, I got well now you're freaking me out because now I think I have HPV but I, I got the vaccine when I was younger then you don't have it you're fine okay yeah, yeah, no. It I'm like gonna die in a month. <laughs> yeah, it only came in for uh, in in Ireland like a little while ago, so I would have never gotten the vaccine. Oh, plus I know for a fact because I have some strand of it or had some strand of it where it turned my cells irregular, so I have to like get 
pap smears all the time yeah, yeah. um and they just keep being like dodgy cells it's really annoying but uh yeah it's really important if you haven't had the vaccine to get either get vaccine. it or just use condoms but you're fine you have a vaccine you fuck raw dog you go for it <laughs> no we still gotta <laughs> you be just careful, have to worry but... about chlamydia and herpes all the other and... stuff yeah which but if you have pubes i don't know you don't look like a pube type but <laughs> if you, i don't know i don't know why you just look like you would shave that's a weird presumption of me to say, but I don't know. You're like living in LA, and in LA, I just feel like you probably do. But oh if you have if you have pubes, they can help protect against STDs. I learned oh, that wow. as well. Yeah, my I gynecologist. Did not know that. Yeah, my gynecologist is on this grow like a bush. Yeah, yeah, she's trying to get people, even if it's trimmed, just to grow pubic hair because she's telling all of her patients because it protects you against um, genital warts and herpes and. Like it's not gonna be a like guaranteed, but it's a but it's, it, it's a little cushion, a little yeah, a little protective so layer there. That's bring hysterical. back the bush. <laughs> bring back the bush. Now we have the uh, title of this episode, so thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> I love pubes. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Tell everyone where they can find you. Oh, uh, please listen to my podcast. It's called the Shift. Um, the shift uh podcast uh the shift means kissing in ireland so uh, and obviously if you ever want to do it please come on and do yeah, it yeah i would love that oh that's great okay so we basically just talk about well we now it's just me but um sex and dating and like anti-shame and so going forward i'll always have an irish guest and an american guest or, or like that. yeah because my co-host was american so we would usually interview irish and american but not like we've had like people from like England and like other countries too but I mean like usually people who are based in America and based in yeah. Ireland yeah so yeah it's fun it's just all yeah sex stuff I love that <laughs> I love no shame I'm all about that all yeah about that me, life. Too. me too and people will shame you they will I shamed myself the other day I had to catch myself wow no don't be doing that you know because it's like you just yeah yeah it's in the it's like ingrained in us but then you have to like remind yourself like no I have the right to have this experience and absolutely absolutely do you know and you can do whatever you want whenever you want like I just quickly before I go got shamed on TikTok for a joke I said and it was just talking about uh anyway they kept being like how many people have you had sex with and the guys kept like slut shaming me or whatever but if I as a woman have had sex only twice a year uh that would be like 24 people now that's not my number but also do you know what I mean but that sounds like a lot and that would only be two that would only be two people a year exactly that's that they put this crazy exactly. number restriction yeah just fucking do you have sex with 20 people in one year and two the next or only two your whole life yeah like just 50. like do what you want yeah, yeah I think it's so silly safe. that the number doesn't really make guys look bad but it makes a woman look bad. Yeah, no, I don't believe in double standards. That's not, that's not going to fly here. Mm-mm. No. Good. Well, this was so much fun. Thank you so much. So fun. Of course. Literally ever. free as a bird now that I quit my job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look at me quitting a job in a pandemic. Who I think I am. <laughs> It'll be fun. I plan to be yes. successful. See, this is it. All Will positivity. Be. Fingers All crossed. All positivity. And Thank bring you. back the bush. Positivity and bring yeah. back the bush. <laughs> and good luck with the dating. Thank you. I'll keep you updated for sure. Thanks. Bye. (laughs) Bye, love.